Thank you and welcome back to Race Industry Week 2023. With us this morning is Joe Castello. Welcome back to the program, Joe. Glad to have you on. You're going to be busy the next two days. Oh, yes. I'm super excited. Good morning. Good morning, Francis. Good morning, Judy. And good morning, the entire e-part trade world out there. This is something that I have uh, grown to really look forward to uh, when we get to the end of the season. And I'm excited to have been invited back. Absolutely. So it is time to bring Rodi Basso from the E1 series. We have known, Judy and I have known Rodi for many years, from his McLaren uh, days, his Magnetic days, and uh, Rodi has been in the industry for a very long time, and everything he, do he does and everything he touches become gold. So It's so impressive. It's so impressive yes. watching him shift around in the industry, and he just does bigger and better things. Uh, absolutely. So Roddy is with us. My understanding is when there is a little video that we're going to show you about uh, Roddy's new racing series. So I'm getting a signal from a producer. We'll start with the video and then Joe will let you carry on. Let's go E1. 10 teams with mixed gender pilots. Foil to foil, side by side, and a bold move on the inside. There has to be a bit of madness. We're taking number one. Slick move around the outside. Some of the biggest celebrities are sporting legends in the world. I can't wait to see my team as the first E1 champion. I know you have got 22 Grand Slams, but let's see who is champion of the water in E1. I made history on the field. Now we'll become champions of the water. Team Brady pulling ahead, breaks away of the wash. E1 Season 1 2024. Don't miss it. And how exciting is that? Rody? welcome, of course, to Industry Week. Nice to meet you. I'm Joe. And in my research of this series, the E1 World Championship, the idea that you have covered so much ground in so little time, uh, covering your personal passions, racing, sustainability, the water, nature, and put something together that looks like it's been around for 20 years already. Uh, to simplify the question, how have you done all of this? First of all, thank you for uh, the very kind of in introduction and for the invite to this uh, forum that is becoming a bit of a tradition for all uh, the like-minded people. And so I, I have to say, I'm, I'm sure I will say something very uh, obvious for the incredible uh, guest that you had and you will have after me. But, uh, you know, when you have a, a project of this size, a dream of this uh, magnitude, uh, it is... Um, very important to have around you the right people or aside you. So I have to say uh, my very first good move was to go and propose this project to Alejandro Agag, who's the only human being who has developed three championships in the last 10 years and is, uh, uh, he has already launched the fourth for 2025, the fourth championship worldwide. 
And of course, uh, Alejandro is uh, an incredible uh, guidance in, uh, in, uh, in the world of developing championship in a very short time. On my side, I uh, came with the passion and strong belief in the combination of sports and technology. Uh, and uh, also, I have to say, on a more lofty and naive way, I love the water. I'm a sailor and uh, I, I wanted to move from racetrack to harbors and uh, yacht clubs and uh, lovely place of this world. Um, and by looking and studying the marine industry, I realized that what I have learned in more than 20 years of racing and, and technology supplying uh, in racing and uh, high-end uh, automotive could benefit the marine industry. So by putting all this together and finding the right partners on the technical side, sponsors, investor, uh, we managed in less than nine months to put together the first prototype and demonstrate that we could fly on the water and be full electric. Amazing. Well, uh, electric has been such a hot topic over the past several years, sustainability as well. And I believe that you are tackling one of the greatest challenges. Um, many people believe that some things like this are impossible to mix, to mix uh, sustainability and the water together because it's such a great uh, physical challenge. Uh, to power these boats, but you've done it you, with a, the race bird outboard motor. Uh, you got the folks from Mercury involved. Just amazing how you've been able to accomplish it. And we're getting ready for an event, which is uh, excellent. I want everybody to know you'll be in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia for the first race of your 2024 championship. This thing is about to start again. How are you feeling about that as you prepare for this launch of 2024? Uh, Joe, I just landed one hour and a half ago from, and I, I was in Jeddah in the last five year, five days, and um, I uh, had the chance to look at a few sport events that are building in Saudi, in particular in Jeddah, the America's Cup, and the ATP Next Generation. Of course, this is tennis on a different field, but the uh, the the vision of sport events in the country is. Uh, something that I've never seen uh, elsewhere. So they are very keen to become uh, the capital of, uh, of sports. And uh, of course, there is a roadmap. It won't be something that will happen straightforward, uh, but we know how much uh, the country is investing in sport and believes in sport events as a, an accelerator of the economy uh, for, uh, for uh, the local people. Uh, as you say, I'm super excited. Uh, I mean, uh, next week, it will be, during the COP28 in Dubai, uh, we will count 50 days from the first day, from the first race weekend, second and third of uh, February. And um, uh, we are ready. We are ready. The boats are ready. We are going to ship them very soon uh, in, to the country. And uh, we have an incredible list of guests that will... Uh, join us we will count more than 500 guests in the hospitality uh two three thousand people order of magnitude uh, for our fan zone which we call the acceleration festival and we reckon uh, you know they've just finished building a, a fantastic uh, promenade close to the water where the race will happen and we reckon there will be more than ten thousand people showing up to enjoy the show wow uh, amazing 
And in the video, uh, I did a little research prior to watching that video, and I saw that, you know, Rafa is involved, but then Tom Brady and so many others, Steve Asaki, like these people who are world known in their own arena, whether it be football or DJing or, or tennis, et cetera, have all kind of come together to support your endeavor with E1. How are you able to pitch and accomplish that? As we know, uh, star power and spotlight brings more attention and energy, and you've really been able to capture uh, that. Um, was it was it a tough sell? Was it a challenge? Were these people eager to get in? It certainly looks like they're enthusiastic. They are, and uh, Joe, thank you very much for this question, because um, I must confess, when I started all this, uh, I had in my mind um, the model of uh, motorsport, in particular Formula One, where I, I started racing. And uh, I tried to test the interest from the OEMs in the marine industry. You know, there are big players that actually now are flying in terms of economy because they have orders for the next three, four years. It's just amazing what's happening in the industry. Um, and I tried the appetite, but I have to say, I didn't find the same enthusiasm and the same tradition uh, as in automotive, in recognizing racing and uh, the incredible platform it is for technology development and for marketing. Uh, so to promote the brand even more. So at that point, together with Alejandro, we decided to switch to another strategy. Uh, there are no uh, famous uh, pilots in powerboarding. And also the engineers, we, they don't have a ingenuity as you had uh, the chance to, to have in, in, uh, in this forum uh, uh, a, few, uh, a few minutes ago. Um, so we thought that the best thing was to have uh, asp aspirational people, people who could inspire and could spread around as much as possible what we are trying to achieve, which is uh, accelerating the efficiency of water mobility uh, by developing a new sport platform as E1 World Championship is. And so we try with, um, uh, with a few uh, big names, but we were, I have to say, humbled by the interest that we found by, uh, from a ranking of sport legend or uh, entertainment uh, people uh, who are interested in one for the competition nature, the, the competitive nature of the sport itself, but especially for the impact. So all these legends are at the top of their career or they've just finished their career. And as a next step, they all want to give back to the world and they want to leverage their incredible followership to uh, deliver new messages, positive messages, finally of optimism through actions, like again, we are trying to, to achieve. Um, and so one by one, you know, we started a bit of from the network of Alejandro. Sometimes we've been approached and uh, we all find the same kind of uh, uh, attitude and the same kind of interest uh, in all of them. It is worth saying that so far, considering the number of um, uh, followers that all the celebrities that we have together, the team, our team owner uh, can achieve, we are in the region of half a billion and uh, we are working there are other two they might join and if we get them on board we will be south of a billion in terms of social channel followership which of course for a brand new 
sport platform that is still needs to start is um, quite an achievement. Certainly. And that's how you do it. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they show you the visual of the boats on the water is a spectacle. And we're watching one video. I can only imagine the race and the competition. Let's spend a little time on that. You have a unique formula, um, two different drivers in each boat, uh, two different genders. Explain the situation and why you feel that will be captivating to people around the world. Very good. So our first season will see seven races. And we, as I mentioned, we'll start from Jeddah to then move to uh, Venice, Monaco, Geneva, uh, a few others I cannot announce, but we will announce uh, by the end of uh, uh, this year. And uh, uh, we will have uh, uh, maximum 12 teams. For season one, we envisage a minimum of eight teams. But as I mentioned earlier, there are other two advanced conversations which might land by the end, by the start of the season. Um, every team will have one performance engineer, two mechanics, a team principal, and two drivers, a male and a female. We have launched an academy for the pilots because we want to uh, attract not only the existing power boating uh, athletes, but we will have also athletes coming from other sports like uh, Extreme E, Rally, uh, BMX. You know, it's important they are about the athletes working on the, the speed um, and uh, we are training them uh, in order to be ready for, for Jeddah. In terms of the race format, uh, the race weekend is based on two days. The first one will see free practice and qualifying. In particular, qualifying is uh, based on a match race concept. Two boats at a time with a bit of a velodrome design. So they run on parallel symmetric circuit, let's say, or lines, and they will only uh, find each other again uh, on the finish line, let's say, so two, three laps. And the male and the female, all of them will have a session and then we will adapt the lap time, okay? So it will be a team championship and the best lap, of course, will, uh, will uh, get the pole position. Then we move into racing and for racing we have uh, a bit like in tennis, quarter, semi-final, and finals. Also, in this case, the team will have to decide who runs first. After the quarter of final, there will be another session with match races with four boats at a time, where whoever didn't pass the uh, quarter has another chance to go ahead um, through this new hit. Um, and then, of course, as I mentioned, we go forward with the semifinals and finals to, to see who's going to win the race. And this will happen in day two. So I mean, that's the overall. Yeah. No, I think it, I think it's tremendous. And uh, again, the visual is a spectacle. And you're merging so many uh, important things. Sustainability. Uh, as someone who came up through motorsports, who worked at Ferrari during the Michael Schumacher era, who worked with Adrian, who's worked at McLaren. Um, can you talk a little bit about your personal arc and understanding that sustainability uh, is important? So many in motorsports, and, and I personally come from the world of drag racing where it's excess and power, and we're going to be talking about that a lot today, but I recognize that it's important. 
Um, you, as someone who worked in Formula One in what many people would call the golden era, um, to know and understand and have embraced that and now want to showcase that in this uh, new E-World Championship, E-1 World Championship, just how did you come to that conclusion? Um, well, uh, I have to say, um, I completely see your points. You know, I come from Formula One and absolutely I don't regret any any day of, of, of my professional, initial professional career because actually I owe everything to Formula One. This is where I really uh, got a, a fantastic experience and I've met and I was actually reporting to incredible people of the liking of Adrian, of liking of Ross Brown, Jean Todd, Rory Byrne, and uh, I, I have another few. I mean, Christian Horner, I have to say, uh, we can definitely put him in this uh, ranking uh, given his incredible track record uh, uh, so far. So uh, I absolutely was excited about the idea of uh, pushing the limits and get more power and more speed. In the meantime, in again, by... Uh, well, first of all, in Formula One, I also, since they introduced first the curve system and then the more complex system, I've always been involved when I was in Magneti Marelli and in McLaren in developing and understanding those systems and how to integrate in order to reach the, the target power. And I have to say, as an engineer, in particular as an aerospace engineer, uh, the, you know, when you mention sustainability, it's becoming a bit of a tricky word this day because it looks like... Uh, there are all the topics about the greenwashing and what we're really doing and how much we have actually a problem of environment. There are people challenging also this fundamental question and fundamental point. Well, I had the, the opportunity and the, the privilege to talk to incredible people, including uh, uh, Carlos Duarte, who is our chief scientist officer. And uh, is one of the most important, actually, he's the most important marine biologist of the world, according to Tom Reuter. And I ask him the, the clear question, Carlos, do we have an issue with the environment? Or is this some strange trend or some strange uh, uh, rumor that is going around with no science? And Carlos and his colleagues confirmed that we actually see some strange behavior in terms of the temperature that we have in the planet, the temperature of the water, the acidity of the water, and many other parameters. Consider that more than 50% of the people in the world live close to the coastline. So we are made of water, we are incredibly close to the water, and I decided that I want to do something about it. Now, let me wrap up by saying two main points that really drives me in these days. First of all, uh, as a racing, as a, an engineer, we need to switch the concept of uh, power and speed to efficiency and acceleration. So this is where I reckon the sport should go. Because if you look also at our everyday life, you know that London has got an average speed of five miles per hour in the city, and the cities, especially the big one, are getting more and more crowded. I mean, and the limits are will be higher and higher because of the very fair road safety that we need to address, but also for the pollution. So I have to say, especially the younger people, they the younger generation, they don't get what we were getting, you know, this thrive and pursuit of maximum power and maximum speed. 
So we need to find new way to address this through efficiency instead of um, uh, maximum power and the acceleration to get the thrill and the excitement of the sport, but also in our everyday life. So that's actually my uh, my my uh, my second point. It's important to again switch the, the the conversation from sustainability to the pursuit of efficiency and uh, if there are ways even in any formula that doesn't have any hybrid on electric components to improve this efficiency i think we will guarantee to all these serious formulas and championship a long-term future uh, because the next generation is very much uh, interested into this and because in actual fact, we have an issue, we need to address it with responsibility. Excellent. Thank you for giving that explanation. I think it's going to help a lot of people who maybe haven't uh, thought beyond they like fast cars and fast boats to understand that it's all connected. What is, uh, you know, what would we be trying to accomplish um, to speak to people out there right now? Um, we do we want them to go to the website? Are we selling tickets to the race? What is the greatest benefit you could receive uh, out of the next two minutes or so to our EPAR trade audience? I think we, uh, you know, where can we watch uh, as the uh, as the series goes on this year? How can the average person who is watching right now follow along and keep track and keep up with the E1 World Championship? Right. Um, well, thanks for, the, for this opportunity, first of all. And I will say for sure, one way to be updated is our website, that is uh, e1series.com. And uh, uh, e1series is also the, uh, the name for all our uh, social channels on uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, TikTok. And uh, we will keep feeding uh, information. Uh, again, by the end of this year, we will announce also our media portfolio. We will have a, a worldwide international media channel uh, broadcasting live the finals of our race weekends uh, together, of course, with our social channels in, uh, as a stream in, uh, in, in real time. Um, and uh, uh, from the 15th of January, I will basically move to Jeddah in preparation of the, race, the first race weekend. There will be uh, uh, many initiatives uh, uh, to uh, promote and to provide content and uh, simulation through the simulations of the race weekend. So uh, I would say that in the, from mid-January to the first race, the, we will bombard the world with uh, our uh, um, activities, with our news. And so there will be more and more information coming up. Very exciting. I, uh, I think it's amazing. And the boats are so beautiful. Uh, we're talking about uh, efficiency and we're talking about acceleration, but the image of the boat uh, up on what I would call plane, I guess. Um, tell me about Sophie uh, Horn. Uh, and and sure. your designer, like what an amazing just vehicle in general. It looks something like something out of Star Wars. Well, Sophie is a key person in our uh, project because she's a designer and she inspired the adoption of the foils to let the boat fly literally on the water. And uh, I uh, took on board uh, this inspiration from Sophie because 
I thought of all the development in automotive and I recognized that whenever you move into an electrified propulsion system, you need to review completely the design of the vehicle or the vessel in order to welcome the state of the art of an electric system. Um, as many people know, the density of the water is 800 times higher than the density of the air. So by lifting the boat, only after 10 knots, we start taking off and be completely free of the water, apart from a, a very, apart from the propeller and the very last bit of the main foils. In this way, we gain an incredible efficiency and this allowed us to have a smaller battery and uh, the range that we need for our race format. So uh, it was great to listen to this inspiration because it allowed me to engineer the final solution and get on board all the other engineers and, uh, uh, and, and suppliers and partners in order to put everything together. What I would like to say as well is, of course, FOILS comes with challenge because as we see in, in America's Cup, uh, FOILS, which is, by the way, a hundred years old uh, technology, um, they have a limit around 50 knots, which is about 60 plus uh, miles per hour or about 90 plus kilometers per hour because of the physics. So the fluid around the foils gets detached and then you lose the lift to keep the boat up. So on one, by one side, for me, this is an incredible opportunity for jeopardy and unpredictability of the final results of the race. But of course, if you want to go faster, because of course, power boats goes faster, the double of the speed, of course, they have a, fee, a, a, a limit. So we are studying solution for the next generation of, of our boat. But first of all, we will understand how much the top speed will be relevant for our spectacle. Maybe it won't be relevant because given the size of our machine, uh, we are targeting and inspiring the laser boating, which is absolutely in line with uh, the speed that we achieve. Uh, actually, we go much faster than a, uh, an average uh, laser boat, and also in terms of size and dimensions and everything. So given the segment we are looking into, the solution that we have put in place is exactly what we needed. And I, we reckon very strongly is what all the industry needs in order to be more efficient. Excellent. Well, we thank you for your presentation and obviously wish you the best of luck. But judging on your career, I don't know that you need tons of luck. Uh, you have been pretty successful in all that you have done so far. So good luck. We'll be watching. And thank you for spending time with us today on EPART Trade Industry Week. Thank you. It's always great to be surrounded by friends. Thank you, Francisca. Thank you, Julie. Really great to see you. And congratulations for this platform that is uh, uh getting better and better every year like a proper racing uh, uh organization so well, thank you well Rudy. and i'm so proud of you and your series it's just amazing to watch thank you so much that's very kind of you thank thank you already we'll registering on epar trade is easy to start click on the join for free button on the home page first Search your company to see if it's already in our database. If you see your company on the list, click on it to select it. Then, choose Claim Company if you are one of the decision makers, an owner, marketing person, or main company contact. Or choose Join Company if you are an employee, and press Continue. 
If you couldn't find your company in our database, select Register a new company. On the following page, fill out your name, email, phone number, job title, and choose a secure password. If you chose Register a new company, you'll need to choose your business type. Select Supplier if you're looking to display products or services and connect with buyers. Choose Racing Business if you're looking to source new parts and connect with suppliers. Choose Race Team if you own or are a member of a professional race team. Then, enter your company name. Please provide a website, Facebook page, or LinkedIn if you have one, and choose to either claim or join the company. You can view and agree to our terms of use here. If you'd like to receive our weekly newsletter, choose Accept. Finally, click Register Now and your registration will be submitted for approval. An email will be sent to your inbox. Please confirm your email address and you will be approved shortly. Welcome to ePartrade.